Okay. So speaking of missing people so very much, these guys. Mm-hmm. It's us. We're well, back. Well, welcome to the Average Adventuring Party podcast where we're present. We're here. You could nearly say back alley's back. <laughs> we're sufficient. Artist's back. Back again. <laughs> Artist's back. You should tell a friend. Where Ardith's legs meet Ardith's back. That whole area. And above it. <laughs> Have you ever been with a warrior woman? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what Galdrian asks everybody? <laughs> I mean, that's pretty accurate description of these two. <laughs> well, that's enough about Mike and Steve. So, here we are. Uh-huh. Doing the thing again. Born to be kings. This is just, you know what? Born to be wild. Uh, Ardith is just going to have a musical episode. How about that? Oh, boy. Mm, uh, We're men. (laughs) She's men, except she's not. There's one man in this There's one male. I I know, that's why. it's the singer. (laughs) Well, I'm not even technically a man. The thing is, nobody's going to sex the warg. (laughs) So. Unsexable. I think Marisol is the only one who knows what's going on down there. So speaking of things going on, what happened last time, you guys? Oh, not much. We, uh. We just, you know, uh, negotiated our way uh, through a patrol. a patrol of Sun Chaser Sovereignty troops that were pursuing Ardith, and you know, it was a it was a good negotiation. Uh, I think they had some very unreasonable terms, and we countered with shocking. Yeah, we countered by I, by suggesting that most of them die horrible deaths. Uh, one guy got sucked into the ground and got spat out of the ground with and wind splat. Uh, but we did take a prisoner, and so now uh, Ardith, Sublime Ruby of Pain, uh, Bardo, the amazing uh, singing bard. Uh, uh, what's your character's name? Madra. Madra. Yeah, I like Bardo. That way, you can and, you know pull out your fiddle and bow and assume the position. <laughs> and uh, Marisala. Uh, the warg. So, um, we are now at a bathhouse owned by Sublime Ruby of Pain, where she and Ardith are currently uh, getting ready to interrogate our lone prisoner. And there's like a little wolf snout on the under sticking our big ass like warg snout <laughs> trying to get under the, the closed door, but it can't. Can't. But but you still hear the paws going. Thum, 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 thum. Yeah. So that's that's what we're gonna pick up. Uh, Ardith and Sublime Ruby of Pain standing in the doorway. Uh, Mara Salatha snaking her head in the door. Um, a, a lone uh, sovereignty guardsman just tied up in a broom closet. He, he looks particularly defiant, even tied up and disarmed. And, uh, and Sublime Ruby of Pain's just going to, you know, she... Her pipe isn't lit. Uh, it's mostly just an accessory anyway. And uh, just kind of has it like sitting in, in her hand uh, as she props her chin in her hand looking at him. Hmm. Oh, I suspect you're going to be a tough nut to crack. He, he just muffles. 
All right. Uh, Ardeth. I can make you, it easy. Could you? You're not allowed in here right now. We'll call you if we need but you. But I can help. Your plan C, darling. <sighs> Is that plan C for Schwanz? <laughs> uh, and she turns to Ardeth and says, uh, Ardeth, dear, could you go ahead and untie him and be gentle about it with the implication that gentle is not what she wants Ardith to be. Ardith has been uh, leaning against the door, uh, just staring his, this guy down with complete unconcern. Mm-hmm. And so she like gets up, goes over to him, very roughly but competently starts untying him and, and making sure he knows how sharp that knife is she's got. Yeah, there's, there's a brief moment where you, you know, cut the bindings on his hand and he kind of tenses up like he's going to swing at you. But he realizes he's in a, a five by five closet with someone who's got very sharp knives at rib level. Mm-hmm. Probably not the best idea. No, not at all. When, when he looks out over the three of you, he says, if you let me go now, it will still be horrible for you, but it will be less horrible. How sweet of you. You know, you sound like you could be very reasonable, but uh, I'm afraid we can't let you go until you answer a few questions for us. And, you know, I I think, I really think that we got off on the wrong foot, what with uh, you trying to kill my uh, dear, sweet artist here. So, might I ask... If you, uh, if you were sent, uh, oh dear, I'm trying to think how to phrase this, uh, Ardith, do mm-hmm. you know, uh, we know exactly where, where your darling sister is being kept, yes? Yes. And we know that we need to get into there, but they have the entire place just swimming with guards, and that just sounds like a a lot of unnecessary casualties to me. You know, I feel awful about what happened to your comrades. Were you close with them? Yes, they were handpicked. Well, uh, you know, I, I... I do feel bad about that, but you understand that what we're doing is not just for selfish and petty goals. What we're doing is for peace between nations. And I think with you in this situation where we could easily just torture you or do all manners of unspeakable things to you and, and so so plan c right right uh, that's my that's my please put you see that blanket there can you stuff it under the door please but you said artist's <laughs> gonna like give her the one moment finger step outside the door get so, up, so it's my turn get up in Mar- marisol's face and I would like to smack her on the nose. Not hard enough to hurt her, but hard enough to startle her and make her shut up. Does, does Ardith find like a little rolled up piece of paper <laughs> no, in her just bag? With, just with her hand. Like, smook. 
That's be- that's better. You want to keep going, or do you want me to <laughs> do stuff out here real quick? Oh, you, you go ahead and do stuff. Okay. Or it's going to get in your face. Mm-hmm. Henry, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, I know, we, I know we've just met and all that, but I'm going to need you to be quiet. Do you understand? Yes. Growl softly if you want to scare the shit out of this guy, but pipe down. Fine. Again, you are plan C and we will let you at him, but pipe down mm-hmm. and let the lady work. Okay? Okay. Or I'll come out here and smack your heart. And while, <laughs> while they're uh-huh. having that tense conversation, um, a sublime ruby of pain is going to let her uh, robe just slip a little bit open as she leans <laughs> over to check on and make sure this guy's not too badly hurt. It's like, oh, you... You took a very nasty uh, blow there, and I'm sorry about that, but, uh, you know, there are some things that can be done to soften the blow, as it were. Pardon me, ma'am. I don't know why you're in that closet, but um, you're showing something. The door is closed. I don't think you can see. No, she just walked walked out. Well, I thought she walked out. Yeah, but I would have walked out and closed the door. Oh, oh okay. So, yeah. so all they could hear in the closet is a very, maybe a yelp, and a very, very tense conversation. I said nothing. The the guard says, you have my things, do you not? Oh, I, I can certainly have you things uh, and give you some other things. My, my belongings, devil yes. woman. You, you have my belongings? Yes, uh, your belongings. Um, And, uh, you know, I I would be more than happy to give those back to you, but I can give you something else. Oh, no, I meant you could find all the answers you were looking for in there. Mm, How how helpful of you. And she gives him a little smile and and, uh, uh, stands upright and, uh, and goes to where his things are. Or act, uh, are we keeping his things in the closet? And uh, uh, opens the door for Ardeth to come in. Yeah, Ardeth comes so. back in and resumes her spot leaning against the door, staring this guy down. I'm going to look, have a little look through his things. Uh, if you could just keep an eye on him, make sure he doesn't hurt himself. I can do that. Yeah, Ardeth just stares at him. Yeah. Uh, in his bag, you know, he's got some snacks and... Um, you know, like utility items, notebooks, things like that. But uh, in its kind of own holder on his belt is this little uh, pocket-sized book. And, you know, if you undo the holder on it, it's um, imperial tax law and uh, the, the criminal code associated therein. And when, you know, you undo that snap and pull the book out, he goes, yes, in, in that one. Mm-hmm. And is it is there is it just like the full laws? Nothing in there. Yeah, it's it looks like a reference book. Now, see, this isn't particularly helpful, and I think no, no, it it, it is. Uh, go ahead and open that up. And uh, well, uh, can she sense if he's like being uh, being? Sounds like a good skill check. Yeah, skill inside check. check. Inside check. I'll say that. Uh, you know, cultural ambassador. I'm good at reading people. Mm-hmm. 
not with a not with a nine. Oh my! Uh, no, I'm sorry, an eight. He he looks like uh, he doesn't appear to be lying. He's just stone faced telling you. Open the book. You'll you'll find everything you look you you're looking for in there. Okay, and Sublime Ruby of Pain will instead. Uh, uh, she will pick up the book and uh, turn it towards him and open it. Smart. Yeah. Do you open the book? And he kind of leans over and says, "Can you show me where in the book I'm supposed to be looking?" He he looks at Ardith and holds both hands up, real real easy, and then grabs the book and it's like flip, 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 flip. Uh, yes. And he turns it around and has his finger like he's holding the book by the top. He's got his finger pointing at a section, um, and then holds it out to Sublime Ruby of Pain. And the section. Uh, on the uh, smuggling of wanted individuals into the city of Sixway. Um, there's this little table there, and we'll say it's like 10 by 5, um, with varying degrees and number of wanted individuals you are smuggling, but it doesn't really matter because the uh, it's kind of like a uh, what would you call it a a, a, a rubric on uh, the varying degrees of penalties for doing so, and all of them are death. <laughs> Literally, the 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 less the least crime and the most crime are exactly the same. And he's like, uh, yes, there we go. That's what I'm looking for. Mm, yes, you you were uh, detected. Uh, with illicit magics that are only used to smuggle individuals and contraband. And I'm sure you've never broken protocol, and she just kind of uh, uh, pats him on the cheek. He doesn't flinch and just kind of gazes back at you. No. As Not as once you've never as one of the emperor's handpicked inspectors, I would never. As one of the emperor's handpicked inspectors, I'm sure you've been a very good boy. I'm sure that you've been very loyal and dutiful and so very very responsible. I'm sure you've done your homework and eaten your vegetables like a good boy. But sometimes even a good boy needs to act out a little bit. So while all this is going on yeah, in the closet. <laughs> what are these two? What, what are uh, Marisola <laughs> and Maedra doing? Well, right now, Maedra was watching a little tiff between Ardith and... Uh, the puppy and you know kind of getting interested in what's going on over there because uh, nobody said anything to me about a powwow so (laughs) I'm going to come over there what's going on where's uh, where's the lady is Ardith still out there? Are we backing up just a little bit? No. no. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you're in. Just you two. I'm talking to the mic, sorry. So, uh, she hit me. Right here. My paw's showing you on my nose. That's unfortunate. Yes. We don't even know her. And she hit me. 
Well, Zeno says good things, so... Yeah, I wonder what he was smoking. Well... So anyways, they won't let me kill the guy in there. Mm-hmm. They're in there, talking to him. What'd you hear? Well, something about a book. And apparently, you know, the one we came here to meet, mm-hmm. she she's like trying to get him in bed. I don't know how that's going to help. I mean, can't I kill him? But I guess she wants to take him to bed first. Okay. I've seen Stranger Things. Oh, maybe that's why she hit me on the nose, because she wants to three... Oh, they don't want a dog in there watching. Wet noses are cold. I mean, I wouldn't have stuck it anywhere. I know how to stay back. I just want to know where all the animals are in the empire. We gotta get one. What I would like to my payment was that I can have one of the animals here in the empire. While while you standing guard on this door and uh, yes, I'm doing that. Yes, yes. Nobody nobody snuck by me. Well, that's fantastic. Um, We did just happen to help um, part an entire guard company's worth uh, of Empire soldiers from, you know, this mortal coil. So somebody may be looking for them. So instead of watching this door, which they seem to have well taken care of with whatever their activities might be. But what if I need to kill? What if, but they're not going to ask him about the pets, the animals. You probably see and smell much better than I do. Can you go... Take a look outside. See if there's anybody that might be interested in this particular Ooh, establishment. Oh, see what smells are out there. Well, I, I seem to think they said that Sublime Ruby of Pain is the only tiefling here in the Empire. So if something bad happened, we're fairly close to where something bad happened. I think racial profiling might be a thing. You hear a voice from the other door, the one you indicated she should watch say oh that's a very interesting uh, way to put it you say something bad happened nearby yes we heard screams we've been looking for the patrols to find and report i'm gonna try and lie out of my ass yeah when, when, (laughs) when you turn around standing like leaning against the doorway is someone who has uh he's a younger man yeah uh, he's got a, a turban on. Um, he has sovereignty pauldrons, um, a very sleek, um, kind of almost scaly suit of armor. It's like green scales. Um, it's got a big red and gold sash tied around his waist. Uh, and he's got a long sword. You saw several of them just a little bit ago. Mm. And he goes, you know, it's not common knowledge that a patrol was missing just yet. I bet there's some people who are very interested in that. And he just jumps out the, like, backflips out the door. Go get him! Oh, now now you want me to attack? Stop yapping. (laughs) Go! I'm I'm going to start. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to try to chase him. Uh, I'm also going to say, Ardeth! <laughs> yeah, there's there's a, a scream for Ardeth. 
More of a and, yell, and, and a barking. cry of alarm, oh, I, I, not, not a scream. I apologize. There's a manly man. <laughs> yes, yes. I, and, I have to be. And a bark. Can we hear it through the door? Yeah, yes. I'm sure we can. Uh, it's okay. I can take care of this. You sure? Oh, yes. I, I can take very good care of this. Yeah, uh-huh. see, she wants to get him in bed. Let's say don't fuck it up, but, you know, yeah, do what yeah, you do. No, no. Okay. So... Oh, go ahead. So even though Arliss is having like a very calm conversation, an unhurried conversation with Ruby, she's going to throw open that door and close it securely and take off running. Yep. So you you take off because you see Maedra and Marisala running out the door. Yeah. Um, you three get outside. There's uh, like a nice set of stairs that lead down. Uh, there's a very decorative waterfall uh, with like a lily pond. And there's no one in sight. Um, from maybe like five stories up, you hear. And sitting on the. Look up. Yeah, like crouched on the eve of one of these pagodas is that figure I described who gives you a jaunty little wave and says, Oh, look, I think I see some guardsmen just over there. And he starts taking off running. Uh, Arth is going to turn to Major and, like, give me a boost. Do we see any stairs or anything? Not leading up to the house. Not leading up to them. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll give her a boost. Yeah. And I'm going to start parkouring my way up that side of the building and after this guy. <laughs> give, me a, give me a good old uh, acrobatics type check okay. if you have a background that applies. Can I aid her yeah. since I'm giving her a boost? Uh, rogue for hire. Sure. Oh, there's no. something. There's something that Ruby would have done really quick before okay. uh, before Ardith left. She would have slept her a sending stone. Ah, yes, we need those. Okay. Mm. So this would be just a dex. Yep, dexterity plus level plus background. Okay, brain work. Impossible. <laughs> we don't add our level to this. Your level has already been added in. Okay. Ah, what am I using then for an aid? Ten or better. No, I know. Like, if I'm using a roll, do I add my level no. if I'm doing eight? It's okay. just a d20. Okay, 17. Okay. 17. So, Maedra. Whatever. Maedra, you know, gives you like the cupped hands. Mm-hmm. And she's a little bit heavier than she looks. Um, Ardith is pretty, pretty muscular. And so you. Uh, you know, have that, that cool uh, engage extra hydraulics mode, fling her up, and you throw her just way too high. <laughs> uh, so she shoots past the guy on the roof who just watches you arc through the sky <laughs> and just stops in amazement. She's now Arketh. <laughs> um, he sees you going one way. Uh, if you're If you're going up and to the left, he goes... Nope, and goes to the right, mm. uh, and just you, you two on the ground. See him jump off and cross maybe fifty feet with a single leap. Uh, he lands gracefully on. What's your name? He uh, yells back down. You can't afford it, <laughs> and takes off running again. Ardith lands, hits, and is fairly far behind him. But I'm still going to take off right after him. Yep. 
she, you two see her uh, make a series of smaller leaps, but she takes off after him, leaving you standing on the stairs. What are you waiting for? Where do you want me to go? We might be able to go back inside. <laughs> I, was say, I, I don't know this city. I am not about to try to figure it out and get caught. You could. No way, I'm not there. <laughs> um, I am going to try to at least smell around the yes, house and everything to see yeah. if I, I notice any sense or any. Sound, sounds like a, a, good, a good check if you've got a background for me. Um, the Bad Moon Humanoid Hunter. Okay. Oh, that's not going to help. Neither at all. does she. <laughs> How does Mari Sala smell? Terrible. <laughs> Very <laughs> wet dog. Very bad. So what's your what's your total there? Nine. Is that plus your background? Yep, I oh. rolled a four. Ow. Okay. Uh, plus your level, so thirteen. Oh, so thirteen. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Marisala starts sniffing the area. You. Imagine, uh, if you will, smells as colors. That's that's how I'm going to describe it to you. Okay. So everything has kind of this background color. You know, it's just the the scent right. of the city. Okay. Um. What what would um, what would the sublime ruby of pain smell like? You mean color wise, or yeah, like what? And this is some synesthesia shit. Uh, Green for <laughs> like a a mix of green and maroon, just like swirled together. It's complex and layered, and it shouldn't work, but it does. Yep. So there's this uh, like she is all over everything. Um, Madra, what uh, what would what would your smell color be? Um, blackish brown, mm-hmm. kind like, of metallic. Yeah. Uh, Ardith. Mother of Pearl, tinged with green. Yeah. Um, so you can smell all of them. You can see that, um, especially where they've been recently. There is just a strip going into the building and coming out of the building and going up that building and over that way where there's nothing, not even background smells. If, if I were to uh, describe it to you in color, there's just this like vastly swirling rainbow with someone having taken an eraser and just moved it on this path. Notable hmm. for the absence. So I'm going back inside now because that's a little creepy. Although that's kind of cool too. I mean, you could try to cheat. he didn't it's look what? exotic, though. Although, hmm. So, there's a bunch of houses, right? Mm-hmm. That's where we're at? Uh, you are at a spa uh, in between a bunch of houses in the Waterfall District, yes. <clears throat> so, is there a way between a couple of houses? Like, the way that they went? Yes. The, um, the guy, an artist? Um I'm going to kind of go through some of the houses, but I'm going to slowly look to make sure there's not a lot of people on the road or 
it's know. it's way after dark. Okay. The only, the only people who will be on the road are sovereignty patrols and criminals at this point. So please, please can, have a curfew. Um, not an official one. Okay. So I'm gonna try to follow. If I look up, can I see Ardith's color? Yes, and for that matter, you can actually see her and that guy running way off in the distance. Okay, I'm going to try to stick between buildings or along a building. I don't want to get on any roads, but follow them for as long as I can by sticking between okay. stuff. So, I'll follow. She wanders off, and Major thinks it's probably best that... <laughs> Somebody not let the large animal be unaccompanied through empty streets. Yes. Because you might set fire to something. No. Oh, look, a fire hydrant. I mean that. I might pee on something, yes. Yes, pee all over the city. An arcane fire hydrant. (laughs) You know what she calls her junk. (laughs) Speaking of junk, uh, all this shouting goes on. You hear a bunch of grunts of exertion. And after a couple of minutes, the sublime ruby of pain is all alone in her her hot springs with this prisoner. What what do we smash cut back to? Well, that depends on if a uh, if a if a twenty six is a high enough roll to seduce this man. Um. <laughs> so, or at least get him to open up a little bit. He's put up a, a very good fight. Um, basically, every time the the Ruby of Pain tries to, um, you know, sees him start to break down in his arguments, um, he kind of bolsters himself and says, I, I will not defy the Emperor's will. And she has to find a, a, new, a new path. And this happens multiple times. Um, what 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 tactics are you taking to seduce him? Uh, getting to know him, uh, seeing if he, uh, you know, he, he mentioned that he, ha- you know, just his comrades, but does he have a girlfriend or a wife or a boyfriend or a husband or anything like that? Uh, and then, uh, kind of, you know, mentioning that she's able to provide him with anything that he needs to not suffer the consequences of breaking his oath without saying his such. And that, uh, um, and that mostly just, uh, and also just very tinged with like this very soft, uh, sort of, uh, you know, oh, you've, you've been working so hard, so diligently and, and, uh, I don't, and nobody really recognizes it. And, and, uh, at the end of the day, you know, so many people just see you as a, as just an expendable, uh, expendable resource. But, uh, I think, uh, someone with, who's been so dutiful, uh, deserves to be recognized and things like that. Yeah, so as you're you're laying on the flattery pretty thick, um, you see him start to start to break a little. Um, at first, he's just quoting you uh, protocol and procedure about fraternization and etc. etc. And eventually, he starts answering your questions in a uh, 
um, more personal tone. Um, and there's a lot of, uh, of like, uh, trying to get him to say how he feels about something, not what the code says or, or what his duty says. Mm -hmm. So, um, as, as you and the robe's just getting looser and looser. Yeah. As, as the robe is kind of like sliding down and down, uh, we'll cut back to, to Ardith who has been running for minutes mm -hmm. after this, this figure who, uh, manages to stay basically the same distance away from you mm. at all times. You know, these, these roofs are, they have these kind of like rounded tiles on them mm -hmm. that are sometimes a little slippery. So you'll land and, and slide. He doesn't seem to be taking advantage of that at all. But uh, I have caught up enough just to keep him in sight. Yeah. He's, he's probably like 50 feet away from you at all times. Um, and at several points, you know, like you, you go to make a jump, you, uh, you land and slide. So you have to catch yourself. And when you look up, he's sitting on a chimney, just kind of shaking his head back and forth waits for you to get your footing, and then he hops off. Um, and, you know, a couple of buildings later, you realize, like, he's drug you across the entire waterfall district. Um, this this sounds like a trap. And at several points, he does go, oh, a little more, a little more, oh, to the left. That's a little loose. And he's taunting you the whole way. Yeah, Nard's not talking to him at all. She's not acknowledging the trolling. Yeah. She's just... Running after him. Mm -hmm. um, he gets to this, uh, this ledge that leads to a higher district and just takes a running leap off the building he's on. And just, it looks like he hits a, hits a wall um, and then just starts scrabbling up it and over the top. And he sits on the edge near, uh, near this waterfall that's coming down. And as you're approaching, he says, Nope, a little bit more to the left. Those bricks are loose. You're, you're going to have a, have a tough time climbing that. Meanwhile, <laughs> uh, you two who are following him mm -hmm. and Ardith, uh, they have vastly outpaced you because oh. they're just running full out. Um, You've had to stop several times because he seems to be leading Ardith in these very like zigzaggy patterns. Mm -hmm. They're able to dodge patrols and flying carpets, and you are not. You have several times you have to stop and turn around and double back to be able to keep following. Okay. Um, you eventually start to catch up. As you see him, you know, there's still a ways away, but you see this figure like jump onto a wall, climb up and then sit down and wait. Um, he's y'all are still a fair ways away, but he seems to be taunting Ardith. So have I noticed anything about the houses, the roads, the streets or the guards getting? I mean, have there been more patrols the way that we are going and headed? Does it seem to be you are heading towards the center of six way? But, so think of Six-Way um, as, like, the spokes on a wagon wheel. So it's set up in districts, and then there's another smaller wagon wheel on top of that. 
that is also set up in district. Uh, and another wagon wheel on top of that, which is where the palace and, and all of that is. Um, so, you know, sometimes it's easier to like go up a hub into a diff- different district to circle around and go back down. Um, so, you know, it's not, you've probably never been to six way. Madra might have been, um, it's probably one of the easier ways to traverse is to move up and then down. Um, as far as patrols go, they're definitely more in the waterfall district. Um, you haven't been here long, but from what you were told. Now, as I, as I'm following and I can take a, a little bit better look from a distance, both the way you described him and the way we see him move, does he seem like he's an elf? Um, he looks kind of like the elves you encountered earlier mm-hmm. in the afternoon. Um, his build would suggest an elf. He's kind of skinny and lithe. Mm. But have I encountered any other elves like this before? Or does have I encountered any other creature that might be similar to an elf? Like, this doesn't feel like an elf to me. And so... I'm just kind of searching my memory to see, have I encountered anything similar to this before? Because elves don't normally move that way, because we have a great example of an athletic elf that it's getting left in the dust. Um, so this this seems mystical of some sort. Um, you've seen constructs that move that way mm. in the technocracy, but they were specifically built for it. Mm-hmm. Um he seems more than just physical capability. He seems to anticipate like um, several times you guys have just rounded the corner and almost came across a patrol or some carpets have flown overhead. He seems to instinctively know where all that is. So it's not just raw athletic ability. So is I, I rolled a 19 on, um, a technocracy agent check mm-hmm. to see is there can I detect anything mystical or magical about them like it feels like maybe even foresight like is, is there anything coming off of them that would indicate magic of any sort no okay but as an agent he has very clearly and very cleverly completely split your group mm-hmm. um, that's something you have been trained to do. Yep. Um, at this point, um, we passed out the sending stones um, on the riverfront, didn't we? Oh, yeah, that's right. We did pass them. Um, so I will uh, turn over to Marisala and say, we should probably head back um, and check on Ruby. Um Ardith, I think this is very clearly a trap. Um, this has been a master class in splitting the party, which, as we know, is a terrible idea. You hear none of that. <laughs> I'm going to start howling. Um, no. So. No. Oh, oh quickly. <laughs> Grab her snout. No, what are you doing? I'm... Um, 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 so does Ardith still continue to chase after 
Well, currently he's sitting on the wall and staring me down, right? Yeah, he's like 100 feet up. Okay. And you hear a howl in the background and then muffled. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to ignore that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, let's hope that didn't carry. (laughs) Ours is like checking her footing, checking where he's, checking the distance to the wall, checking how much room she has to run if she needs to make a rain leap. Mm-hmm. And she's going to look up this guy and be like, what do you want? He kind of just gestures to you to come up. Fine. There, there's enough room. Like, you could make yeah. this pretty handily. Okay. So I'm going to, I guess, take a running leap and, you know, climb around that wall. Just do a series of wall kicks. <laughs> there's only one wall. You get one kick. And then she bamps the rest of the way. <laughs> Yeah, I could. Yeah, Ardith is able to get a fairways up the wall, Mm -hmm. uh, and then you have to just manhandle it and climb. Yeah. Uh, When you get within about 30 feet of him, he looks down at you and goes, I have some rope here if you'd like. I'm just going to bamf up next to him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because fuck this. If he's going to stay still long enough. Yeah, you you try to do that, Mm -hmm. and you can't concentrate enough to do so. Fuck. Are we close enough that my spectral hand? No. No. You, you guys are like a quarter mile away. You can see her climbing up the wall. And now he appears to be talking to her. I'm going to fucking climb up the wall. Are you sure? This would make it easier. And he kind of dangles a silk rope. You know, he like holds out his sleeve and a silk rope comes out. How can I trust you? This oh, has trap written all over it. I'm sure it does. Uh, you would be terribly foolish to trust me. But let's just say I have always enjoyed an underdog. And right now you are the underdog of this story. So, and he kind of dangles it so that it, the, the silk rope tickles your face. Or I'll leap up just enough to grab, to get a good hold on it. Mm-hmm. And then start scaling it. Yeah, when with you... With this w- huge, annoyed sigh. <laughs> when you reach up and grab it, the rope just like... Uh, lashes itself around your arm and down around your waist and he just starts pulling you up and you uh you know very shortly find yourself standing next to him he's still sitting Mm -hmm. um he's a very pale-skinned elf maybe so what do you want to talk Mostly to get you out of that whole situation. Oh, apparently, since we've just run across half the city. Exhilarating, isn't it? Not going to give the benefit of acknowledging that. Because, <laughs> yes, that was kind of fun. Do you, do you want to sit down? It's, you're kind of intimidating when you just stand there. She'll not actually sit, but she'll crouch down. <laughs> It's your legs. So. And then settle in so that if she needs to move fast, she can. Yeah. Um, so, Ardith, make me a uh, good old fashioned wisdom type check for perception. Okay. I'm going to mit- wiggle my way out of his and keep running towards her. Yeah. I wasn't. Holding you in place, it was just. Uh, well, I'm, I'm still your mouth wiggling my way out of your hand, holding my mouth. Uh, can I add a background to that? Yeah. 
I'm going to put Rogue for Hire back in there. Sure. <laughs> so that will be a 13. Oof. I rolled a four. Um, You're fired. Next. So. Very clearly an elf. Nothing to see here. What are the chances <laughs> that it'll roll two fours in a row, though? I rolled a five beforehand. Te- technically still only one in 20. Um, as you're you're talking, he says, uh, "Well, something very bad is about to happen at the at the sauna. I just figured you would want to be away from it. Um, besides, uh, these kind of runs do you do you good? You might he might hear a tiny little creak because she's got her hand on a dagger." Oh. That, that's, but I mean, you know, like she was holding on to just in case she needs to roll to grab it, but now she's like grabbing it and the leather's just, creaking. Yeah, the leather's creaking because, oh fuck, what have I just left? <laughs> oh no, nothing like that. Nobody's in danger. It's just really bad. You have an odd uh, definition for bad. Yeah, my family says that about me. Uh, I, you know. I think I'm pretty straightforward and clear. Because you've been so transparent so far. Ask me whatever you want. What do you want? I thought I was pretty clear to get you away from the sauna. Why would you care? Oh. I needed to get you away from the rest of them. Uh, The the tiefling I don't care about. And he's going to get some eyes narrowing, like, watch your tone, bud. Uh, I suppose the more granular answer, and he kind of gestures out with his hands, is uh, if you didn't take this little break tonight, you would have been privy privy to something that would have changed your mind on something else, which would have changed your mind on something else, which would have changed your mind on something else. Which would have prevented you from killing someone when you're supposed to kill them. Oh, so there is going to be a killing in this scenario. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure it's not going to be you? I mean, you're welcome to try. I'm pretty invulnerable. Hmm. I mean, like that that knife you've got your hand on. It's going to be real hard to stab me with that chicken. <laughs> and, you know. Does make a sad sound. No, when you, when you, uh, you know, think about it for a second and kind of feel down a little bit further on mm-hmm. your knife, there's just an abundance of feathers. Okay, bring oh, it back. Oh, wait, was that one of your favorites? Bring it back. It doesn't work that way. Then how does it work? Um, conceptually? Can the chicken breathe? I thought she's not holding his neck. <laughs> no, you're pretty sure you've got it by its feet. It's just stuffed into your yes, knife it's thing. Stuffed into your knife <laughs> oh, God, that poor chicken. Come <laughs> on! I mean, it must Pulling out of Hammer Space. <laughs> hammer Space Chicken going on the band name list. <laughs> Bring it back. Oh, it doesn't doesn't work that way. Make it work. 
me think. Okay. I mean, I, w- I want you, him to understand the face he's getting is like, I'm happy I'll, to strangle you with my bare hands if necessary. I'll beat you to death with this fucking chicken. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but she wants her knife back. She, if I promise not to stab you, bring it back. It's, you couldn't. Well, you could. It wouldn't do anything. I promise. Draconic magic doesn't work that way. Draconic magic. He kind of like looks down at himself. Thought it was pretty obvious. The green scale armor is a little bit. Yeah, he he scratches one of the scales, and the green pl- paint flakes off, and it's bronze underneath. Because <laughs> eh. yeah, and she's gonna look at that like, uh huh. Well, my type of draconic magic doesn't work that way. Will I get it back? Eh? Is it important? Yes. You sure? Yes. But what if it's not? You're going to have to do a lot of convincing. I can give you a better weapon. Depends. Prove it. Okay. Um. Oh, okay. You want kill the emperor, right? Like I've heard you say multiple times, fuck that guy. You're not wrong. Well, of course I'm not. If he's willing to let, go, let my sister go. Oh, he's, he's most certainly not. Well, then fine. I guess we're going to have to do something <laughs> that about guy. that. Okay. I can give you a weapon that will kill the emperor. All right. And nothing else, because I don't want you to abuse it. How long have you been watching me? Or what do you know about me? Um, let's see. It's a thing. And that was the other thing. And then that was the explosion. Um, I remember when you killed those guys uh, in the border towns. Is he referring to the event that she has not told anyone about except for maybe her, her mother? Yeah. The one that whispers Shannara. Mm. Okay. <laughs> it's been a while. No, I'm, I'm just making sure out of character. Like maybe six months. Maybe a little longer. Quite a bit longer. Yeah, you know, time's relative. Especially to a dragon. Yeah, it's not as glamorous as you might think. Hmm. You gotta walk around and, and he kind of like wibbles his arms in this flesh bag. <laughs> one of you has infinite cookies. Oh, is she still doing that shtick? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't eat those cookies if I were you. I have no interest in those cookies. Yeah. She has an unfortunate and unhealthy interest in your cookies. And the other elf. Yeah. And a little fox person. Yeah, the fox person wants the cookies. And the cow. And the gnome. Okay. She really likes that gnome. (laughs) None of us know who the The, gnome is. The cow and whoever the gnome is actually gets Arth to smile. She doesn't really like the ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Those last two, I do not know who. She does like the pixie, though. She finds him charmingly evil. (laughs) 
that's a thing, I guess. I just imagine like Riss is like doing a line of magical cocaine and <laughs> and, and like oh, no, normally the other nostrils the one that is that's tingling. Fairy dust, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, the thighs of a fairy. <laughs> Same thing. He reaches into one of his pockets mm-hmm. and pulls out a a uh, pocket watch. <laughs> nice down. Do you, do you want to pick that up? While we're... Pick what up? What are you talking about? <laughs> he uh, reaches into his pocket and pulls out a pocket watch. Does it look familiar? Yeah. Uh-huh. It actually is uh, a very similar design that you've seen recently. Uh-huh. And it has very large lettering on it. And he goes, yeah, a little bit longer. Um, hmm. Right, where weapons. Right, weapons. Enough about my sister. Or my other sister. He's or my or my brother. He's actually being very talkative for one of these dragons. Or my other brother. Uh, you know what? My family is kind of depressing. Let's talk about you and your family. My family is kind of depressing. <laughs> I don't know. I really like your dad. It's hard not to like him. I think he once funded... Something or other. That's neither here nor there. And yeah, because I'm not going to, you're going to have to be more specific. And uh, I don't think you care about that. No, actually, I, I do care about the details quite a bit. Uh, that's, that's the important part of the, the details. Um, you keep distracting me. Weapons, right. Uh, so I can give you a weapon that will kill the emperor and for your sister if that helps you it might will killing the emperor hurt my sister if you do it the wrong way yes if you do it my way no you're certain about that he kind of you know like takes his head back and forth and says I mean I've had an unlimited amount of time to study magic and the interactions between mortals. Pretty sure. (laughs) Yeah. Just want you to know that if I follow your instructions and something does happen to my sister, you should imagine where that weapon is going to end up. Can't really be used on me. Who says I'm going to actually actively try to kill you with it? If you passively try to kill somebody, is that really trying to kill them? (laughs) There's a thing called pain. Are you familiar with it? Not particularly. You might become very familiar with it if something happens to my sister. You're very argumentative. I'm trying to to help you. No, I'm just trying to lay out the terms here. Oh, right. The terms. There should be terms. You're right. Um, I will tell you and show you how to kill the emperor. Mm Mm-hmm. You do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this should be a third thing. Uh, profit? No. Um, oh, right. We should exchange something. Um, so who takes his place? Eh? Oh, that's not a concern of yours. Um, 
No, it really is. But there's a whole hierarchy. Um, really, I don't think the sovereignty itself knows until they start like actually trying to track down heirs and see who's still alive and who's you know, alive on paper and somebody is collecting their wealth for them, but they're really dead. Hmm. It's a thing. Poly- I'm, I'm just mentioning this because power vacuums are... They suck. They suck. <laughs> Unintentional puns are the best. This is a totally intentional by <laughs> Well, let me ask you a question. Do you really care what happens to Sixway? As long as your sister is safe and your parents are safe and your friends are safe and the well, emperor is not a problem and not particularly but well there you go there are also a lot of inter- innocent people who live here and i'd like to minimize the damage oh, as much as possible is rubbed off on her. <laughs> that's okay look. what y'all do in y'all's own time <laughs> listen um as someone who may and or may not um, have been on one side or the other of a few genocides. I can tell you that it's all relative. And sometimes you have to do things for the greater good that may involve sending people to their deaths. Wow, you sound like my mother now. No, she is way more strict than I am. That's true. I think I spent a lifetime as one of her spike jacks. It was not long. <laughs> it didn't end well. I can't imagine it did. Eh. There are a lot of rules mm-hmm. for a place that really doesn't have that many rules. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, exchange, right? Yes. Equal exchange. If I do this thing that you want me to do, apparently, which I don't mind doing, what do you want? I want you to do the thing. That's what I want. How about... You give me that chicken. I will pull out the poor chicken before it suffocates any further. Um, yes, there is a nice fluffy hen that you are holding by the feet. And like Ernest will like cradle it in both hands. And while she's moving it from like her hip to towards this guy, mm-hmm. she will whisper to itself, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and he like takes it mm-hmm. and says, and dinner is secured. I will give you something immediate to help you in your endeavors. Okay. So we're agreed? What's your name? Oh. Oh, yeah. I probably should have led with that. My name's Impeccable. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. She will have a moment of like, wait a second. There's a pun in here somewhere with that chicken. (laughs) Like, Impeccable. Okay. Y'all, your family has some weird-ass names. Well, we kind of embody concepts rather than names. Yeah, that's that seems to be a thing. I mean, we can't help how we were made. Also seems to be a thing. And oh, you're waiting on your side. Um... um I got it. 
Um, okay. Now hear me out. I need you to close your eyes. If you push me off this thing, I'm taking you with me. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could survive it. I'm still going to take you with me. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. Hmm. And I'm going to try to use you as a cushion. That actually might work. <laughs> All right, just close your eyes. Huh, can't believe that worked. I can still punch you, you know. Oh, I, I was just going to say, like, it's real easy for someone to stab you with your eyes closed. You should probably open your eyes. Fine. So, Ardith opens her eyes, and all of her clothing has been replaced by this just sleek jet black leather. Um, she's got a long, flowing, feathery cape that um, seems to have all kinds of pockets on the inside, and a, a really cool, like, cowl that you can pull up that covers. Like it comes down to your nose, but you can see just like it's got the perfect sight line. Creed style. Um, and he goes, "See, I told you." And he's holding up a roasted drumstick and just kind of chewing on it. When did you have time to roast the chicken? It was inevitable. I just... Is that one of your friend, one of your siblings too? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. The last time we all got together was really when the world was formed. So mm. I was about to ask how many people died. Well, since then, quite a bit. Well, yes. <laughs> I meant more like that family is complicated and makes you want to gouge some eyeballs out sometimes. Oh, no. Wouldn't do any good. I'm one of the little ones. Mm. My my uh, my oh. father. <laughs> he doesn't like his children roughhousing with each other. Anyway, <laughs> right. So we sealed the deal. Good. Uh, I'm supposed to wave my hands and say "Ooh, magic accomplished" or something like that. He pulls out his pocket watch again, but we're short on time, and I really don't care for ritualism that much. Um, Practical. I can admire that. No, that's one of my other brothers. <laughs> I'd hate to meet Practical. Uh, he kind of like puts his hands on your shoulders and spins you a little bit, so you're looking out over mm -hmm. the city, over the district. Um, you can see coming up a... A uh, side alleyway is Medra and Marisala Tha. Um, and he goes, this is going to sound very cold. But, and he points at Medra, mm -hmm. there's your weapon. He carries within him a prototype of the nightmare weapon that was used on the Golden Empire in time immemorial. Now, you have to be very precise with it, but if you can somehow get the Emperor to disrupt his core, 
it will draw all of the power out of him and kill him. Him being the emperor and not the warforged. Oh, no, most right. certainly. Right. They would both die. Mm. That is fairly cold. But outside of going on some sort of astral sea jaunt to get <laughs> star metal and... Been there, done that. And, I don't know, some kind of devil prince enchantment and also a goddess's blessing. Been and there, done that. Etc. Et Do not want to repeat. Uh, that's probably the fastest and only way to kill the emperor. Here on the mortal plane, mm. at least. I guess I'll have to have a discussion with Maedra. I wouldn't. Why not? Oh, he doesn't know about it. Mm. You might actually set off some sort of failsafe that activates the device by mentioning it. Hmm. And who knows what it will do if it's not focused onto a particularly powerful source of arcane energy. The last time it actually severed a part of the continent... Hmm. But it didn't actively end the world, did it? Define in the world. It technically ended two empires, created a technocracy, created another empire, spawned an entire undead thing. And actually, I'm sure there were some cosmic repercussions from that much... An undead thing out in the middle of the Hykosian Desert? No, that's one of them. But there's also the Isle of the Dead, mm. I think is what the, the humans call it. Yeah, okay. You know, that whole area of the Southern Sea that they don't go to. Mm-hmm. Okay. What I was referring to is more apocalyptic, but uh, we don't want that either. Oh. So, <laughs> No, you're not going to set the atmosphere on fire. <laughs> that comes much later. Yeah, I know. Also been there, done that. Oh, well, see, you have any kind of just pat you on the head. You have extra special reason to be careful. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Um, hold on, let me think. Um... Uh, uh, there's something. And he looks at the pocket watch again and goes, uh, but we don't have time for it. You should actually probably be getting back. And if you think about it, I'm sure you'll find a way to contact me. We've been doing so well today. Um, listen, I am just assisting you hone the skills that you already have. Uh-huh. It's true. You're actually quite a cop. I've got to go. I'm late for a meeting. Mm-hmm. And he... Thank you, I guess. You're welcome, I guess. And she will punch him in the shoulder real hard. He absolutely does not move. It's less about making him move and more making him feel it just a little bit. Like when she smacked uh, Maricela's nose. <laughs> oh. I like this. This is a, a cute... A cute gesture of familiarity, and he punches Ardith in the shoulder, and she goes careening off of the cliff. 
At which point she she lands some distance below in a, a pool. Uh, oh, yay, wet feathers. Uh, you you get out and your clothing is dry. Coming, coming around the corner is Medra and Marisala Tha. Weren't they going to head back? Nope, they... Nope. they I was they, going to head back. <laughs> they were bad. I, I That's okay. was trying to catch up to you. Again. Oh, yeah, and then you tried to howl. It, yes. It's given Ruby time. <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll cut back to um, this, this closet. Um, For the $69 uh, tier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the $69 tier, they'll come out of the closet. Um, together, though, right? They'll come together? <laughs> In a fight, right? <laughs> in a fight, right now. Um, as as she's whispering sweet nothings into the soldier's ear, um, his eyes start to to briefly glow, and he says, "I, I, I," and and then you see him open his mouth and this powerful commanding voice says, I will not disobey the will of my emperor. And we will cut to the, the outside of the closet where there is a boom and blood just starts <laughs> pouring out from under the crack in the door. And that's where we'll, we'll leave off on the episode. Well, that blows. Sounds like he had a bloody good time. <laughs> you you exploded him. <laughs> I think his eye exploded him. <laughs> Just picture Mars eyeballs going. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. There were some. There were plenty of very good sweet nothings whispered into his ear. Listen, I'm a GM. I have no imagination. I can't picture anything. <laughs> All I know are the rules. I, I like that you spell the rules with a Z. <laughs> Duh, rules. The rules of the street. <laughs> all right. All right. That's all I got. You guys got anything? Yes, I have one thing. Harumph. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so. How about you guys? Anything? Anything? Nada? All right. Find us at the places. Do the things. Leave reviews. Sponsor F-bombs. Tell a friend. <laughs> Telephone. Tell a friend. Tell, tell a friend. An, tell an enemy. Tell an enemy, yeah, sure. <laughs> if you find us so uh, repugnant and repellent, just tell an enemy. We will take any reviews at this point. Yes. Tell us how bad our acting is. We're, we're acting. I thought we were really swapping around. I was going to say, I'm those. really not acting. All right. <laughs> I'd I, like to kill. I think we've milked this uh, pretty dry, which was what Ruby was going to do to that pork. <laughs> it's, so it's never dry. So he was going to be dead either way. Oh, no, no, no. Just just, just going to need like a full body cast. All right. You, you, you know how when you, you go to a, to a water fountain that's out in the sun and you push the button and dust comes out? That's. That's about it's about where yeah. we would have him. Yeah. And on that note, that's all I got. We'll see you guys next time. It's got electrolytes. <laughs>